and that's all because of a certain few people who have taken this art form super super seriously one of the first millennial opera singers has now become one of the first indian voices in the genre of opera that i want to introduce you to right after the break her name is pallavi seth and uh, she's from delhi and the cool part is she's performed all across the world we'll tell you more about that in a bit but how in the world is opera making a debut in india uh will we be seeing over the years going by more and more you know gigs of opera and will it become more popular where are the spaces that you can kind of get opera in india to speak about her journey what it's been like for her and why she chose something like this i am so excited to introduce you to pallavi seth in just a bit so make sure you come back with us uh on the other side this is one of my most favorite segments where we speak about well ordinary people doing extraordinary things it's k spotlight and we come back in just a bit with pallavi stay tuned music great conversation and a whole lot of k welcome to bangalore's personal ray of sunshine you're locked into good morning bangalore with k 94.3 one world your station good morning welcome to the show i'm with pallavi seth who is now one of india's few millennial opera singers how are you pallavi all okay i am good k how are you very Thank very you for good having me my pleasure honestly my pleasure k spotlight this is good morning bangalore with k It's really cool to meet you because I've only read about you. Now to put a face to the name is is absolutely wonderful. But man, opera is not easy. How in the world did it chance, you know, upon your life and how did you decide to kind of take up opera full time? You know, I started out young uh, just loving music. That's what I always wanted to do. And I've always been that hungry explorer. So, like lots of people I fell in love with, oh my god, this has high notes. This has crazy breathing you don't use mics so often so i really wanted to check this out and uh, i just went in that direction and fell deeper and deeper in love with it that's really the crux of it awesome and when i was kind of reading about you uh, and where you studied you studied at a very very cool cool place that i i'd say not many indians might kind of go to um and if you could tell us how you decided that this is something that you wanted to do and how you got in um i'd love for you to kind of take us through that go ahead so i actually spent an entire year preparing and studying before i went to manas to be able to get into it because it was my dream school and i performed at uh, lincoln center right before i got into manas so that helped me get on stage right into the real world the story there really is that i yes it's not easy you're right 
but I don't think anything which you really put your heart and soul into in the beginning is and then the journey is going from hard to easy at a point where it just it seems effortless so I think uh, for that one year of preparation I really went into what is character in opera what is breathing what is performance what is technique uh, and the basis is not just opera it's uh, just a style of singing that really enamored me which could be used anywhere later in life yeah. it doesn't have to specifically be opera but yeah Manus was my dream school I also got a scholarship to be there so yes the hard work paid off I would say are there any <laughs> proper opera teachers in India that we know of I am personally not aware many I did have one when I was young but I, I she taught classical music yes but I think that was just my you know high school journey where you have this hobby and then you yeah, you take classes enough. and fair then enough. I wanted formal training in this technique in this art form I also did study Hindustani classical music before that so that's where the real journey begins but like I'm saying it's not about opera for me it's about music it's about technique it's about a style of singing about yeah. breathing about uh, character storytelling you know opera's like like a whole movie like you would have in bollywood you know there's a lot of there are a lot of characters and there are a lot of uh, moments of depth and crying and anger and you know funny jokes and love and flirting and what not there's just so much going on so i was really intrigued by that very cool i want to slip into a break and actually come back and talk about your journey till now and uh, some about some of the top places you've performed at so we'll do that in just a bit palavi's with us she's one of the first millennial opera singers that's you know to come out of india uh, her dream is to perform at the iconic opera house in monaco i really hope that happens soon for you um but <laughs> we'll come back in just a bit and tell more of your story stay tuned there are people who complain about blues and there are people who listen to good morning bangalore with k let's go 94.3 radio 1 One world your station. One of India's very very few millennial opera singers joins me on the show this morning and yes opera does exist in India. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. It's one that not many people will believe. The art form is such a tough one. It's such a it's such a let's just say layered uh, sort of art form and Pallavi began her journey a long time back but she's been you know weaving through opera and what not. She's of course classically trained uh, she studied hindustani classical uh, music and then of course went on to opera that intrigued her a lot recently she's been working with a lot of different entities to kind of take on opera and bring it to india and introduce it to people like i said she hopes to kind of take this to the rest of the world or rather her talent to the rest of the world as well pallavi let me ask you about just some of the best places you've performed at till date you know in in the genre of opera what would that be oh my goodness that's a tough question <laughs> i would say um lincoln center is very special to me because it was my first time getting on stage for a performance of western classical music with an entire orchestra so i think that to me is the most special because it was my first after that when i was in college i got to perform with a solo perform solo with right. an orchestra at carnegie hall that was extremely special i also got to perform a lot in italy a lot in uh, in France and other parts and my recent most favorite is to be able to do that in India yeah so yes i've had i've had a lot of a uh, lot of places where i've got to perform and i'm really fortunate to have had that uh, but yes most special is lincoln center i would say being well, my first a lot of parents out there are very you know hesitant to send their kids into music period right 
but what were your parents reaction when you said that hey listen i want to do opera full time what was their reaction like so i think in the beginning yes they were kind of concerned uh, what is she doing what is going on at the end of the day i think they also looked at it like music being an art form and she wants to explore that and so we're just going to let her go explore it i don't think they realize i would dive so deep into it <laughs> <laughs> that would just become my life but uh, yeah they were hesitant but you know what that's the that's the thing i had to prove my love i had to prove my passion for this to myself to my family to everybody and yeah. so yeah it's been hard but i've been working i've been performing like crazy um i'm at this point now so i think as you uh, go deeper and dwell deeper and perform more and make something of yourself your parents also start seeing that this is what yeah. you meant to do and so also when you look at other parents out there like as it is music in our country when you if you were to tell your parents that hey i'm getting into music they're like oh gone oh no parents are like you know wondering what is going on why is my child going there's no money in music and what not tell me how that is a false assumption especially with what you do you know i personally believe wherever there's quality work yes there is money wherever there's respect for your art form and there is quality work and there's no compromise on uh, what you do and who you're performing with yes there is money you will get paid of course i do agree in india with a lot of music genres there is that uh, problem of not taking it seriously and not giving it the value it deserves and that's why i'm saying uh, don't look at it like opera look at it like an art form this can go in so many directions yeah. you know i i owe my entire life to classical music because once you have that under your belt good god there's so many things you can do Uh, say whether it's jazz or somebody tells me uh, go learn uh, you know a different style of music today whether that was somewhere african style of music goan style of music konkani i would dive right in even today right uh, it's just an explorer's journey i would say so no if you have quality work yes you will get paid you will get the respect you deserve so i think just keep working at finding quality rather than uh, you know doing a lot of not quality gigs or trying to just get something for yourself focus on quality do two gigs but make them count how in the world does someone so young become so wise overnight explain that to me i i think classical music does that to you you yeah. start developing like a, a it's a way of life it's a way of living you know uh, i think to be what you are you need to live in the body of what a person would be like if they were that kind of if that makes any sense like i would be living the life of a classical musician to feel what it feels like and yeah there's a regime i have woken up at 6 o'clock in the morning studied about music and then continued the entire day had rehearsals slept by 10 o'clock not spoken to my parents sometimes for a month or two months because i was just uh, on this gurukul type of way of studying so yeah you have to dive yourself you have to emerge as a new person once you go into anything you really love or are passionate about i want to slip into a small break and actually come back and talk about how you believe that operatic tonality is really going to sit well with bollywood music and you have some opinions on that let's talk about that in just a bit all right pallavi is with us she's one of the first few opera singers in india in the millennial uh, kind of space so uh, i am so excited to speak with her because i've never spoken to an opera singer before maybe on the other side we'll get her to do a couple of notes i don't know for that you got to come back <laughs> stay tuned looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning every morning you're okay uh. 94.3 radio 1 one world your station oh. 
Welcome back. All through this hour, I'm in conversation with Pallavi. Uh, Pallavi Seth is the um, very, very cool lady making, well, let's just say headlines, because she becomes one of India's first young opera singers uh, to actually, in fact, come out of this country, period. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. And it's so nice to hear that people are exploring this kind of art form. You know, people are exploring opera. I love how you told me your interest for opera kind of picked up and whatnot. You did, in an article that I read, speak about operatic tonality and how it sits well with Bollywood music. Talk me through that. You know, uh, it sits well with Bollywood music, I believe, because uh, first of all, there's a lot of uh, character building, storytelling uh, in opera. You know, there's a everybody plays a certain character. That it requires a whole score and what not the whole you know i don't know there's a whole storyline and the paraphernalia that goes with it which is also there in bollywood and i think it sits well because uh, the amalgamation that can be created with hindi music say western classical music in terms of range in terms of note in terms of notes in terms of breathing techniques it sits really well i just did a concert barring bollywood i am just putting myself aside from that for a second uh, in the concert i just did with the ht and uh, visit monaco i decided to take two songs that were completely indian in the sense of it, their writing so two songs on that concert you will hear are actually written by rabindranath tagore and uh, the music is set by a western classical composer but Lovely. the song the poetry comes from gitanjali which is written by Rabindranath Tagore it's very popular and very famous and right. sought after in this country that's my goal I think take music take high notes take low notes take the entire range uh, and come up with something that's completely spectacular in Bollywood since we've not heard that before yet Yeah, it's a new voice yeah. it's a new style and that's why I think the tonality would sit because it's not there yet so explain to me what are the kind of things you work on with regards to your own compositions so I'm currently in the process of uh, more than my own compositions amalgamating amalgamating both the cultures trying to bring indian music and or and western music together or the storytelling or the writing together picking up songs or texts that are in indian music maybe writing composing to them or performing their works that have already been composed by western classical composer because people don't know about these things that's the first place to start bringing the two cultures together and then you know what write an opera write an opera that comes from an Indian story, right? And oh, that's there. cool. Uh, I, I can't oh, wait you know, to see I, that. I began my um, journey of studying opera and Western classical music by chanting Om, just because of where the resonance sits. Right, you know? right. So you can imagine that the transition going from Om to a higher note, I think Indian music plays such a vital role in Super. building any art form. So it's just a, you know, stretch, stretching from one genre to another. They're all so interconnected, I think. Can I ask you about, before I let you go, to share with us one of the, like you said, you tell stories through music, right? Could you share with us a story of your most memorable operatic performance and maybe give us, you know, just a couple of lines of your music, if you don't mind? Well, my most memorable, I would say, uh, there is one but I will not highlight that one today I think my most memorable one is uh, is a French uh, song aria that comes from uh, an opera called Mignon and uh, it talk, you know what I learned it during the pandemic and it talks about how you are uh, in this certain space and you're you've, you've come to this land 
and you're trying to find orange fruits there and beautiful flowers there and you're looking at all these things and you're thinking oh this looks a lot like my home where i'm where i've been displaced from is this it it looks a lot like it maybe this is my home maybe this is the one and you're trying to find that uh, nostalgia at that point while being there and that actually happened to a lot of people including myself during the pandemic i was away from my home i was yeah. trying to find solace wherever i was feel close to home mm. so i think during the pandemic that became my favorite i practiced it a lot do you think you can give uh, us a couple of lines sure go for it my George has <laughs> dropped oh my god of course this is over zoom so I'm sure like if you were singing into a proper mic that would be uh, way better or if I was right in front of you in fact that would be you way know, better okay uh, we don't we don't use mics a lot we actually don't uh, I meant for this mics. interview I know you don't use mics <laughs> in opera but I meant for this interview That's another observation we can look at <laughs> yeah yeah but it's so cool oh man this has been such a cool little bit of conversation I I I I'm sure that I've barely scratched the surface of your journey, but this gives everybody listening in an excuse to kind of look you up, uh, to get to know you a little bit and know that the opera does exist in India, which I think is the coolest thing ever. And yeah, kudos. Yeah, well, now it does. The coolest thing is, um, <laughs> you know, for people, for, for kids out there, it's gone to a max, you know, max talent of just lip syncing TikTok videos. <laughs> look at look at where you are. You're, you're creating that space where saying that, hey, real, real talent really, really does exist. And I hope you go on to inspire another generation of Indians, of young girls and boys out there. And I wish you all the very best. And I'll be very thrilled because many years down the line, I get to say that, hey, yeah, when she was kind of just starting off, I actually got to speak with her. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, we'll bring you on stage and have you sing as well, maybe. <laughs> You're digging your own grave. I'm telling you now. <laughs> but thank you so much, Pallavi. This has been great. Um, on a parting note, is there anything you'd like to say to everybody listening in? I want to say no matter what you love, no matter what you enjoy, uh, whether it's a hobby that you're wanting to develop into a profession, be raw, uh, go crazy after it. This is the time we've just been through an entire pandemic. There is there is not much worse than that can, or that there can be, but we don't want that. I think we've seen uh, some terrible times. You know what? Go all out. Go for it. Have your arguments with your parents if you need to over something you really want to achieve in life. But please, please, please follow it. Do it. It does give you good results if you really, really love it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yet? At Off Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. 94.3 Radio 1. One world, your station.